Welcome to Crime Time. You're listening to Leonetti's Detection Selection. Welcome to Crime Time, a weekly podcast discussing all things crime, thriller, horror, suspense, and mystery fiction. This is episode 26. What? Season 2. Hello. I'm Lee. I'm Eddie. And we're back. We're back. Back. We had to we had to be away for a little bit, got you know. Sh- got things to do. Got stuff to do. We have to come back to this. Yeah. I mean, this is the most important thing that we do. It's our passion. Yeah. And you guys are really important to us. And we hope that we're important to you. Boom. Okay, so today we are talking about Blade Runner 2049. It happened, we saw it, we have some things to say Ooh, about it. A lot of things. I got a lot of things. Yeah. We're going to be talking about... The Silent Child by Sarah A. Denzel. Ooh. And don't get too excited, but it was rated Audible's best thriller of the year. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And uh, today sees the return of Sexy or Scary. Everyone's favourite segment. It's my favourite segment, I'm going to say. This week, we went to see Blade Runner 2049. It happened. Is it 2049? It's 2049, yeah. Nice. Okay, so here's the first thing that I want to say about this, right? Before you say it, can I just say something? Right. We went to the cinema. Yes. The cinema had recently been revamped. That's true. And every seat had been exchanged for a boring, old, uncomfortable seat to a, like, recliner leather seat. It was really good. Can I just say, uh, everyone, our ratings of this film might be based on the chairs. It's true. They were really comfortable. Um, I'm sorry, Blade Runner 2049, but I fell asleep in one of the chairs (laughs) towards the end. (laughs) That's fair. But Eddie was awake and can just do a proper review. I've got the last half hour covered. (laughs) So, first of all, I had never seen the original Blade Runner. So, the night before, I, I, you know, got out my computer, I I rented it. You did your research. I did my research, I I put it on, I got the director's cut. So, there are like seven different cuts of the original Blade Runner. Yeah. So, I went with the director's cut because I figured if there's going to be like lots of arguments, you may as well go to Ridley Scott. You know what Mm -hmm, I'm saying? mm -hmm. I think I watched the most recent cut. Right. But I heard that in the maybe director's cut, there was a lot more voiceover of main guy thinking. Uh, no, I think that's a different one. Okay. There's a lot of cuts, okay. guys. Yeah. So I'm talking about the director's cut right. here. So I really loved the aesthetic. Oh, it was awesome. First of all. Yeah. I mean, I'm always into like Eurasian future city. Yeah. I kind of wish there were more like Asian characters rather than just kind of Asian background people. In the original? In the original. Yeah. As well as this sequel. I have to say that straight up. Yeah, it's, I'd say it's unfortunate that I feel like the original did better in that than the... Than the remake. Than the remake. Which is yeah. shocking because mm. the original didn't do that well. No. I'm like, the original got like a, a D. It wasn't a hard step up and they... No, they, they did s- not step up. They stepped down. They got an <laughs> F, right? But I have to correct you. It's not necessarily a remake, is it? No, it's not a remake. Mm. It's it's a sequel. It's a sequel. So the thing that I absolutely loved about the original Blade Runner is it comes up and it's like 2019. Yeah, I loved it. And it's like, oh, look at this future city. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, given the current political state, I, I kind of believe it. <laughs> That's where we're headed. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what year was it made? Do you have any idea? It's like the 80s or the 70s, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it feels like maybe early 80s. Yeah. And like, I love seeing that advanced technology. Right. And it was like zoom in camera that was voice activated. Yeah. Hello, oh Google. Oh my gosh. Yeah, except that nowadays you'd be like, zoom in and Google, uh, like Alexis would be like, I'm calling your worst enemy. <laughs> and you'd be like, no, I just wanted you to zoom in. I'm texting. I love you to your worst enemy. I just wanted to know how you felt, Siri. <laughs> right. <laughs> None of my business. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I absolutely love retro futuristic. I think, you know, Alien, the original two, Alien and Aliens, absolutely great. Yeah. Absolutely great. I have to say that, yeah, the aesthetic is so good. Yeah, it's awesome. I feel like it's the best part about the film. Yeah. And okay, I guess so for people that might not have heard it, I want to recap. The original is... So, we have Harrison Ford, a.k.a. Han Solo, a.k.a. Deckard. I love him. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Like, not him as a character, really. I love um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is great. Can I tell you a Harrison Ford tale? Go on. So, I was reading online. uh, People were talking about various celebrities and their kind of um, quirks. Yeah. So, one of my fave celebrity stories is that Paris Hilton is apparently a, like, a tech nerd who absolutely loves, like, vintage radios and is, like, obsessed with, like, building vintage radios. Paris Hilton. Yeah, Paris Hilton. Okay, I would never guess that. Yeah, right? It's so cool. But Harrison Ford, like, he entered show business in his like late 30s and he used to be like a carpenter or something so he loves like doing carpentry it's what he does to relax I'm not shocked by that I can see him in some kind of wood shop right being cranky yeah making fully. something for his grandkids exactly but not like being happy about it <laughs> yeah 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 so I was reading about these people rented a like a country house to Harrison Ford while he was shooting some film. Right, okay, yeah. They got the keys back off of him and went into the house and he'd fixed up their kitchen. So all of the doors now, like, worked. That's awesome. He'd, like, (laughs) replaced something, like, the hot water system or something like that. Like, he'd just been, like, doing some DIY around the house. I love that. Just to relax between, like, you know, his, like, acting shit. It's so good. They were like, oh, do do you want, like, us to pay you for it and he's like no 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 no. it was it was for me like i'll pay you i'll pay you yeah yeah well he was he was paying to rent the place it's so good so harrison ford aka deckard is a blade runner and blade runners are they're basically cops or were they bounty hunters yeah i guess they're bounty so hunters, they yeah. search for replicants who are not allowed to be on earth they're only allowed to be off world and replicants are synthetic humans and they have like a particular expiry date. So a bunch of replicants have landed on Earth and they're trying to figure out how to live, basically. Um, And Deckard is going after them. This, I I know when I first started watching the film, I thought there was like a big moral question and it seems to be like, are these humans humans? And it's like, what's the question? Like, obviously they are, yeah. At first I thought they were robots and I was like, okay, like it's a bit more complex. Yeah. But... No, nah, they're, they're just straight humans. up. They're straight up humans grown in batches. But they're just a bit better than the regular humans, mm. so they have to be uh, retired, which is the euphemism for killed, uh, because otherwise they kind of like take over. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah. yeah, it's it's some like pre-matrix paranoia. Well, I just say humans step your game up. Well, I just say humans don't synthetically create people for slavery. No, yeah. I'm just gonna say it straight up. Slavery's not cool. And sure, use machines for stuff, but like, you know, 
And so the replicants fought back. There was a big yeah. war, and then the humans. Mm. No war. There was no war. Oh right, so twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine. So in twenty forty nine, the backstory is that the replicants rebelled after the events of the first film. Which I want to see that film. Right. Don't you? Same. I want to see the replicants like scare the shit out of the humans. Right. Yeah. And be like, you will suck. Yeah. Um, so we're seeing it twenty forty nine, which is what we saw the other day. Is post-war it's post-war so you've got ryan gosling plays uh, a replicant who has been made by this new company who's taken over from the tyrell company after the events of the first film and so ryan gosling is a replicant who must obey so they've like put in some kind of genetic engineering that makes them uh like forces them to obey which is heaps gross straight up and he's hunting for decad the original well, Blade Runner. Is he is he hunting for Deckard? No. No. We don't want to give too much away, but there's a story whereby he has to find a child. Yeah. And he goes on a mission searching for this child, and there's, like, the uh, the faux company. So there's, like, all of this, like, intrigue. There's not very much action. It's a really slow-burning sort of a film. There's some really amazing future aesthetic going on. And sound. Such good sound. Really, and really good sound. Them. Not even like orchestral mm, sounds, mm. more like um, action sounds. Yeah. I don't know, like really. Whoa. Those kind of sounds that you get in a sci fi or like thriller trailer, like they're like blah, 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 and this is happening, and then they're like, boom, boom. boom. Like, but that happens for just like, well, not no reason, but you know, it's there. I was there for it. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Hans Zimmer was one of the people who worked on the soundtrack, which means you know it's good, right? Yeah, there's some really great moments. There are a few not so great moments. I really enjoyed it, but I have to say, find a cinema with reclining seats yeah, because so it goes really long. It was three hours. It's a lot longer than the original, which mm. I thought was a bit long. Mm. And I was really enjoying it, for, but for maybe the last kind of half hour to 45 minutes, I was just like, okay, when's it going to end? When's it going to end? When's it going to end? And when, that breaks when, the flow. Yeah, you shouldn't be yeah. thinking about that. I'm like, you went over your word count. <laughs> I was surprised, though, because when I, this film came out of, like a week or so ago, yeah. everyone was just loving it. And it was good, but yeah. I wouldn't say I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to propose. No, yeah. You know. Not ready for maybe, marriage. Maybe just a casual thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. But, you know, go check it out. Visually kind of stunning. A cool concept. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think Ghost in the Shell, not... The recent film, the anime and the manga, has kind of covered these questions really, really well and in a lot of depth. So you would direct them to that? I would direct people to go watch Ghost in the Shell, not the film, with, um, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. We all know I'm not not here for that. (laughs) But I I just think this idea of, like, what constitutes a human, in, in the example of the replicants, I'm like, well, they're just humans. I really liked the book. Um, do androids dream of electric sheep mm-hmm. I think I know a lot of people who didn't like the book so you know who knows <laughs> uh, my favorite book that's ever been written about this topic is never let me go I think never let me go is potentially an even better look at this kind of idea I loved it I that book just sticks with me it haunts me uh, it was made into a film which I thought was similarly fabulous I haven't actually seen the film but I hear it's great we should watch it yeah let's do it so Kazuo Ishiguro's Never Let Me Go is really really good I've not seen it but I know the um, soundtrack because it's uh, um, it's really really good it's Rachel Portman yeah. and you've got that song that she made from Kazuo Ishiguro's lyrics you know that one that's like darling 
Hold me, hold me, and never, never, never let me go. I'll never stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was a big part of the book, mm. that song. Uh, yeah, so just briefly, it's about, I don't know, a world in which people are being cloned in order to harvest their organs or yeah. whatever in case the original human needs something in the future. It's haunting, highly recommend it. I'd say it's far superior to Blade Runner. But check out Blade Runner. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good movie. It's not a fun movie. It has some really great elements to it that I can't actually really go into without spoiling it. Mm. If you have opinions about it, come to our Twitter, Crime Time Pod. Or at Crime Time Pod. That's, That's how it works. That's how it works on yeah. Twitter. Um, and and tell us your feelings, and I will I will tweet madly. We back love at feelings. You. We yeah. love Twitter. It's perfect. Yeah, it's the perfect combination. So, Blade Runner aside, tell me about Denzel. Okay, so The Silent Child, Audible's Thriller of the Year. And may I say, Eddie, it was a thriller indeed. Wow. It was fantastic. Straight off the bat, five out of five. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you'll love the hook. Emma Price, protagonist, has a six-year-old child. Right. There's a huge big storm. Wait, wait, wait. Is the child silent? The child goes missing, so in a sense, yes. Okay, okay, (laughs) right. So there's a big storm. Yeah, there's a big storm, overflowing river. Our child runs off from school because he's a bit of a go-getter. Okay. Disappears, body never found, but they find his red coat in the river, presumed (gasps) dead. Oh my gosh. All right, is this the hook? Because that's depressing as shit. The hook is 10 years on, main character, Emma Price, remarried, eight and a half months pregnant, ready to have a new baby. Okay. Um, she's moving on. Like, obviously you don't move on from she, something like that. She holds... She, I would say she's haunted by the okay. loss of her child. And, and look, that's super fair. But rebuilding a new life. Okay. That's very positive. Uh, kid turns up. Kid turns kid up? Kid turns up. Where's he been? Oh, now that is the question. And is he silent He's now? silent. He doesn't speak. So <gasps> we understand that he's been through incredible amounts of trauma. Yeah. He presumably he's been locked up in a small space because he... He walks a bit strangely, like okay. he's been in a com- in a confined space. Jeez. Um, everybody in the book, I just feel like everybody looks guilty. So it's, we know Ooh, because wow. it's such a small town and he's turned up back in that town. Okay. It's someone in the town, it's someone in close proximity to Emma that took her son and presumably kept him locked up for 10 years. For 10 years. <sighs> Jeez. So with five stars, Audible's Thriller of the Year... And you're giving, you're, you're like, read it. Whatever. Five out of five. Amazing. Check it out. And um, you guys, if you haven't already got an Audible account, you can get, what is it, like a free month? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash podcast. Uh, and you can get yourself a little free trial, download The Silent Child, get yeah, on that. It goes for about nine hours, but you can yeah. do things like clean the house. Could garden. Do the, do the gardening, drive in your car. They're all the things I do while I listen to audio Amazing. You could ride your bike, a little bit of a health kick. Um, I listen to it on the tram to work. Amazing. On the tram home from work. Whoa. Constant Twist. companion. Wow. So would you say that you just have been listening to this for nine hours straight? No, I never do anything for nine hours straight. <laughs> if you know what me, about my, sleeping? My attention span. I don't think I sleep <laughs> for nine hours. I definitely do. Do you? Yeah. What's your average amount of sleep you get? I mean, that's a really good question. I often go to bed quite late, but I would say that I, I'm I'm a sleeper innerer yeah. if I if I can. Yeah. So I'd say a good nine hours yeah. if I can get it. Yeah. And if you have less than that, do you really feel it? <sighs> 
look, I feel it always. <laughs> I think I probably oversleep, guys. Yeah. I get about seven hours, but I'm always tired. Yeah, dang. Maybe we should like learn to meditate or some shit like oh, that. That's a great idea. Amazing. Guys, if you would like crime time to become relaxation time, 30 minutes of us meditating. Let us know. Just let us know. Comment on this uh, on, on this episode, crimetimepod.com. What, what would we call it? Chill time. Chill time. Chilling with Lee and Eddie. Love it. We do some ASMR. Yes, guys. Like do some flicking of the book sounds. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, fuck crime fiction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I can't wait for our new job to begin, but uh, let's move on to our next topic. Everyone's favorite segment. Everyone's favorite segment. It's sexy or scary. And now it's time for the theme song. Is it sexy? Is it scary? A spooky thing, sexy or scary? <laughs> so the idea of this segment is we're kind of talking about the way horror is kind of a little bit... It's meant to be a bit tantalizing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So there's something about it that even though it's viscerally awful, people keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of sort of horror creatures that make their way into romantic settings vampire vampire for example uh zombies yeah yeah which is weird i I find that weird last segment you asked me ghosts scary or sexy i said definitely scary because i hate ghosts you said patrick swayze and ghosts i said still scary is it but but he he but what about that kiss (laughs) scary really hate him Uh, who wouldn't want to kiss Whoopi goldberg Possessed by Patrick Swayze, it's like the perfect kiss. I'm going to say it's niche. It's a niche interest. (laughs) But we should we get underway? All right, let's do this. Sexy or scary? I'll go first. All right, go. Gremlins. Gremlins. As in from the film Gremlins. Look, I got to say they're not sexy yeah they're not sexy because uh i don't find small dogs sexy and that's kind of what they look like they look like little dog cats yeah um and maybe that's your thing maybe that's your thing you're into little dog cats but i personally don't find them sexy as a kid i found them terrifying yes i don't know that i still would though i just think of that image of it coming up out of the toilet I mean, anything coming out of a toilet is terrifying. I tell you, once I saw a documentary where I saw a snake come up out of a toilet. Oh, not a snake. It was a rat. And if you know me, I don't like mice or rats. Look, that's fair. I still still always check the toilet, which I don't think is bad advice. No. Check the toilet. I mean, you live in Australia. There could be a spider in there. That's true. Could you imagine a world in which gremlins could be sexy? I can't believe you lost words. This never happens. I think you need cricket sounds, right? <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I really can't. There is nothing about a dog cat. Like maybe, look, maybe if someone was a furry, they'd be into like a furry, like gremlin fursona, but yeah, I'm not like, keen. Wait, if you make it bigger, you think maybe it's the little, yeah, the well, size of like a small cat that isn't sexy. Yeah, like. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna smooch a cat in a sexy way. Yeah, but if it was like, I'm gonna smooch him in a please don't give me worms kind of way. If a gremlin was the size of a person, would you be? <sighs> Look, I think that changes it a little bit. It gets a bit more Beauty and the Beast there, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but personally, I prefer to be the Beast. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, people, how do you feel? Let us know at Crime Time Pod. 
Gremlins, sexy or scary? Yeah, I think it's a good question. Uh, or, alternatively, it's a question no one should have ever asked, <laughs> and I'd like you to apologize. All right, so I have one. Ready? Okay, wait, wait. Let me get... i got to get in the position, get ready to hear it. All right. Be open to it. Open your heart, open your mind. Are you ready for this? Can you this? see my body language? I can. It's very open. Yeah. Yeah, I'm slightly disturbed. I'm going to cross my, cross my arms over my chest. People, body language, very important. <laughs> How much? Especially for a podcast, I think. <laughs> How much percentage do we communicate with our body language? Oh, it's like, it's really high. Hey, it's, it's like, like 70% or something. Yeah, 70%. Yeah. God, what's being lost in this translation? Could be so much. Maybe people don't understand that 100% of the time I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I think it comes across. Uh, yeah, you do a good job. <laughs> I don't think anyone can read sincerity in my voice. <laughs> so, are you ready? Okay, hang on, wait, wait. Got to reopen myself up. All right. Get those chakras aligned. And I think it has to be immediate. Sexy or scary? Like after right. okay, apply yeah. instantly. All right, ready? And then explain. All right, sexy or scary. Ready? Yep. On your mark. Okay. Get set. Mermaids. Oh, sexy. Oh my God. What? Yes. The best. Really? Yes. Okay, so here's my caveat on that, right? First of all, fish bottom half. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Beautiful scales. Okay. It's getting deep. It's yeah. getting weird. Yeah. Second of all, yeah. uh, a lot of mermaids in, in mythology, like they just drown people. Yeah. Because they, uh, they've got a plan, you know, <laughs> I love people that are like beautiful, but then they're like goal oriented and that's what mermaids are. <laughs> and that's what mermaids are. They're beautiful and goal oriented, yeah. but their goal is to murder you, Lee. Probably only if you've been shit. Do you reckon? Yeah, maybe. All right, all right. So I feel like uh, they're, the, they're into social justice. I'm creating a character, <laughs> a persona, a mermaid persona. One of my favorite types of mermaid fan art yeah. is uh, when people draw mermaids uh, designed for s- deep sea dwelling. Because like, if you think about like deep sea creatures, they've got a lot of blubber. Yeah. So you've got these really amazing fat mermaids and they just look so cool. I can riff off that. Yes. My favorite, uh, what's it called? Like fan fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Was a love story between Ariel and Ursula. Yeah. It was incredible. That does sound great. If I find it, I'll put it on the website. Do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, look, I got to say there's something fundamentally sexy about mermaids, but they are a little bit keen on murder. Mm-hmm. And and I do think but that so there are... So you. You love crime fiction. <laughs> we like, have so much in common. This is a, a relationship made in heaven. <laughs> Me and a mermaid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get really bad eczema. I don't know if I could hang out in the ocean that long. You know, uh, what is it? Titan? Yeah. Does he have a mermaid body? Uh, I think it depends on the particular depiction, but yeah, sometimes. Lots of people get that tattooed on them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, fully. Yeah. If you have a tattoo of Titan on your arm. Or a mermaid. Let us know. Send us your mermaid uh, tattoos. Yes. We want to see them. At Crime Time Pod, you can also tag us on Instagram. Um, I'm thinking of getting a mermaid tattoo. So Absolutely. let's put a poll up. If you don't like polls, just comment. Yeah. Should Lee get a mermaid tattoo? And where? On the face. I'm going to say face. Uh, face is out. Okay. Anywhere Nick. else is in. Neck. Yeah, and the, 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 the tail will wrap around my throat. Not true. <laughs> Hands. <laughs> okay, my turn. All right. Okay, I've got one. All right. Mine's a bit more specific. It's a character. Okay. It's a scary slash sexy character. All right, listeners, get ready for this one and, and just like blurt out, out loud, no, it doesn't matter where you are, in the bank, on the bus, 
I don't know, caring for a child, yell it, Ready? scream it, go. Ready? Slimer from Ghostbusters. Well, he's not scary. So sexy. Well, I don't know about this sexy, scary <laughs> binary now. <laughs> it's either one or the other. <laughs> I don't know if it is. <laughs> Slimer from Ghostbusters. Well, there's a lot of ectoplasm. Yeah. Mm. Think um, giant, green, blubbery ghost. See, I think this is a subset of ghosts, sexy or scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends on what Slimer used to be. Like, was he a person? Uh, nobody knows. Mm. I'm sure there's people that know. I don't. Probably, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say scary. If I had to pick one, I'm not going to mack on with Slimer. Yeah, for me, I feel like he's so big that it might, like, if that was, like, near me, it's too big. Right. He's like, he can get to be, like, the size of a house or a city. I mean, that's true, yeah. yeah. That's and he does, a lot of, he does a lot of that yelling. He does yell a lot. I don't like not, yelling. Yeah, I'm not keen yeah. on yelling. I'm going to say Slimer, not sexy, he's scary. Yeah, yeah. Got a bad attitude. Bad fair attitudes call. are scary. No, that's fair call. <laughs> and do you want to do one last one? All right, one last one. All right. <laughs> All right, are we ready? I just had a moment where I was thinking, God, we have some quality content today. Don't mm. we? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, I'm open. All right. Assume Everyone else, position. Get ready. Listeners, get ready. Shout it out. Okay. Frankenstein's monster. Sexy was, or scary? I was going to say this one to you. Oh my gosh. Sexy. He has feelings. He has yeah. a lot of deep yeah. feelings. And he has to like come back from something quite horrific mm-hmm. and figure out who he is and where he's come from. He does do a lot of murders. But because he's angry. Right, yeah. And because he's been hurt himself. Yeah. I mean, if you think about his like origin story, like he's born, his creator immediately abandons him in fear. He stumbles around the world. He learns to speak by listening to this beautiful family, reading to each other and speaking together. Resilient. Um, and, and then he, he reveals himself to them and and the old man of the family is blind, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're just like having a convo and the old man senses that he's a good heart and he's just like talking. But then the rest of the family come home and they see this horrific monster oh. and he's driven away. And I do think that there's a lot going on there. He's very eloquent about the reasons he's become violent, the reasons he's acting out in the ways he is. And I I think, you know, ultimately he's trying to say, you know, I have a soul, I am a person, and you've treated me like a non-entity. And this is what happens when we treat people this way. I think he's a really great character, and I think that's why he survived so long and and, and really pervaded the the kind of, I don't know, tapestry of horror and, and of you know everything really like I I think most people know Frankenstein Mm -hmm. and yeah I have to say I kind of agree like I do think he is a bit sexy like he's he's got some great philosophy interests really tall yeah (laughs) (laughs) because he's made him like really tall murderers yeah Yeah, I mean I just don't think that like all of the stitches and things are necessary like all the scars and stuff I just don't think that's a big deal like for me the thing is the murdering but it does make a lot of sense contextualized yeah I mean I'd be like mate I hope you feel a bit remorseful yeah well I feel like this is a bit of a controversial one but what do you guys think yeah Frankenstein's monster scary or sexy yeah um and on that note we're out of time yes I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I did. Yeah. Um, can I just say one last thing? And that is, guys, if anyone ever tells you that Frankenstein is the doctor and not the monster, you tell them the monster is Frankenstein's son and is therefore also Frankenstein. Yeah. Boom. It's heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping Lee and Eddie, this is Crime Time. What? Bye.